I gotta tell you, the sock looks way cleaner this week. <laughs> Thank you. I've been <laughs> I've been coming less. That's kind of oh. honestly a little bit of a household cleaning tip. Come less. Uh-huh. Just get so depressed <laughs> that you can't come all over everything. And that's kind of a weird way, you know, a little helpful hint. Yeah, Helen's helpful. Hampton's Helen. Help, helpful Helen. Helen. Yeah. And do that. Just come less. <laughs> that's my trick. <laughs> Damn, dude. I didn't. Wait. I got. Hold on. I have numerous questions. Uh, <laughs> I'll, allow, I'll allow one and we'll see where, okay. where it goes. Okay. Um, so you're saying that. Normally, you come. Where do you come that it requires cleanup? When, but you have the sock. You know what I mean? Everywhere, dude. I mean, it's my it's my place. <laughs> you know, like I pay the rent until until Got Georgia it. starts paying all of the rent or even <laughs> some. I'm, I'm busting everywhere, and I'm Got just it. like, that's Got mine, it, dude. That's mine. Don't touch uh, that. Don't touch that Xbox controller. <laughs> and you came on that Xbox controller? So how do, what does it have to do with the sock? You know, that's why it's cleaner. I've been coming a lot less. So you're saying that on a normal mm. week, you come both in the sock a lot and like all over e- the everything. house. Everything. It's everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Okay. I'm sorry. You know what? This is my fault. <laughs> You know, if you just take your cum and you put it in a bucket and you kind of add like a Uh saline solution, it adds more, like there's more. So it's easier to spread it around. And I just load up a suit. That's actually how, that's how you make napalm. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you do that. (laughs) (laughs) You put cum (laughs) and saline in a bucket. Yeah, Fight Fight Club uh, taught me that the way to make napalm is guys cum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, have you ever? Maybe we've talked about this on the show before. Have you ever made napalm? Were you, did you do that um, as a kid? I think we tried. I made some napalm. Yeah. I think everybody tried. What's what's with that? Why was our gener- was it the anarchist cookbook and Fight Club coming out around? I think it was both that and the fact that the internet had just yeah. started, so you could find all this shit. That's the thing. It's like yeah, the anarchist cookbook was like a really obscure book, but then the internet made it everywhere. So then there were always kids yeah. who were like, I found out how to make napalm. <laughs> and you were totally. like, I have to hang out with this kid. <laughs> totally. Yeah. My friends Kurt and Brian were brothers, and I went over there to hang out with them one day. And they were like, we're making napalm and throwing it into the woods. Oh, yeah. And I was like, great. <laughs> I was, man, awesome. This is way better than watching a movie about this. <laughs> Um, nah, it's it's all like hey everybody. just shy of being a mass shooter, but like you know, fun, fun. It's fun, fun. but you're a mass shooter, but you're shooting the woods, <laughs> so yeah, it's I'm okay. <laughs> mass shooting up, you know, uh, an arcade uh, <laughs> with a laser gun. <laughs> I'm playing laser tag. I'm a laser tag mass shooter. That's my thing. I invite a bunch of kids and I shoot them the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I hold them down, put lasers right in their retinas. Oh, man. tell you what, I would have killed numerous people in my school if it weren't for time crisis. <laughs> they call between time crisis and House of Dead and that game Lucky and Wild. Holy shit, dude! I ain't killed nobody. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to Y'all Ever. You're listening to Y'all Ever. My name is Dave Ross. Hi, I'm Hampton Young. And I want to say real quick, right up top, thank you all so much for listening. This is uh, this is episode fucking three of the new version of our podcast, and uh, we're already having so much fun uh, since we're like we changed the name and stuff. Um, I uh, I do want to say, please, you know, like and subscribe to the show, and uh, rate us on iTunes, and review us, and share us around online. Uh, yeah, print up transcripts uh, of the show, have sex with them. Uh, you yeah. Know. 
uh, do cosplay of Dave and I. Do some cosplay. <laughs> if you <laughs> if you dig it, just help us get the word yeah. out. Even if getting the word out for you is going to a sex party <laughs> and going up to people who are having sex and whispering their e- whispering in their ear, listen, <laughs> you know, whatever. Y'all, y'all ever get scared? That's what I whisper into people's ear. Are you scared during quarantine? Why am I in your quarantine? <laughs> Also, uh, follow us on Twitter, Y'all Ever Podcast. Uh, I've been having some fun writing Y'all Ever's on there, and we've been getting responses. Uh, oh, those are so man, good, man. Been, honestly. Hey, yeah. thanks, dude. I've been having fun on Twitter for the first time in, in a wow. while. Because you know me and All Twitter. All it took was a loss of personality, <laughs> and then you got to fully <laughs> become the internet. It's fun. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I have some problems with Twitter. I don't know. I have some beef. I, you know, look, if you want to hear them... <laughs> I could say, I could tell you. I mean, I'm a little different. I don't like Twitter. <laughs> you're like, Dave, you're very much like, I don't want politics. I just want pictures of dogs and sketches that my friends wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, dude. I don't even want to hear about this virus. I don't even want to know why I'm inside. <laughs> Fuck you. That's why. Because yeah. I want to. How about that? I just want to. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for this. Thank you for letting me stay inside all the time and finally talk to my friends for one. For one. Uh, it's been exhausting. Uh, did you know most yes. friends want to talk for at least an hour? Um, <laughs> guys, we're close. We're not that close. It is a funny thing, too, where kind of everyone expects everyone to not be doing oh, anything. Never, yeah. So it's like... Do you want to talk and you can't be busy? No one allows you to be busy. Dude, I know. People like, I, you know, when this all started and we're going to quarantine and I'm literally having conversations like, yeah, I think it's, uh, you know, the end of the world. Anyway, I got I got to go, man. I got to go. Um, and they're like, what, what do you have to do? And I was like, I'm building a garden, man. <laughs> like I was really like, oh, yeah, I'm making a Mad Max, you know, scenario for myself. Uh, by the way, speaking of gardens, um, we got an email. Our email is y'all ever email at gmail.com, and the phone number is 802-43-BUTTS. And, um, you know, we prompt you to send us your stories, uh, of your anxiety stories, your stories of crazy shit that you have done because of coronavirus or whatever <laughs> you want to share with us for us to talk mm-hmm. about. But also, we love getting your emails, just any thoughts you have on the show, on whatever, and... Uh, this, uh, this girl, Amy, emailed us and said, I've become fully invested in Hampton's garden status. Please provide, and then the rest is all caps. Constant <laughs> updates. Please entertain me. I need this content. <laughs> and I agree. I think we need weekly updates of Hampton's garden. What's up with your garden, well, bro? Well, I've kind of moved on to harvesting organs because I think... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hear me out. Right. Hear me out. <laughs> all right. All I've got, right. Uh, Georgia tied up with like you know uh, <laughs> something like draining the blood, you know, into little IVs. I'm storing blood, Dave. We're gonna need it. We're definitely gonna need blood. Damn, this this got dark. <laughs> <laughs> well, it got disappointing because my real garden started dying almost immediately. You know what I mean? Really? It's hard not to move on to organ harvesting when you're like, well, I can't even make broccoli grow. <laughs> I'd be stupid not to uh, gather gonna, blood. <laughs> I'm going to go on a, out on a weird limb and say that it is definitely easy to not harvest organs. That's what I'm going to say. I think that that's the easier. Oh, I'm Dave. I'm the authority. Uh, oh, it was hard for me to cut through Aristotle one time, so therefore it's hard for Hampton and everyone. Um, I think I could wrap my so, head around it. Wow. Thank you for telling our listeners that I tried to kill Aristotle. That was supposed to be between us. It was while he was but, sleeping. Dude. <laughs> That's a, true. He would have gone quietly. I'll get back to the garden, uh, but I do have okay. a weird I, I thing in my head that I keep thinking is so funny is if I just kept sneaking out during quarantine and like sleeping in people's <laughs> beds while they're still asleep, and I'm just like curling up behind them and like coughing on them, and like anyway, that's just Dude, <laughs> I can't I, stop thinking about it. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I, what's funny is that I had to like move my head and I laughed real hard at that, but I don't think it went into the mic. <laughs> there it is. So, Dave, if you could laugh directly just, into the computer so I know you're a human being. 
You laugh like a, like a kill. <laughs> Like a kung fu uh, villain. Ha 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 ha. Dude, I was thinking today how funny it would be if I threw um, a surprise party for Sharpie. <laughs> if like, like how you yes. would react if you walked out and there were like forty people in your apartment <laughs> and they were all patting you on the back. You'd be like, "Thank you, but fuck, dude, what?" <laughs> Lick this spoon. Lick this spoon. <laughs> oh cool. man, um, I can't wait to see stand up again about eating ass. That's going to be different, I huh? Like that my stand up's yeah. going to be like, "Y'all ever try and grow a garden because you're worried about the mutant <laughs> hordes?" You know, this guy was in the mutant horde. He's he thought he could eat my garden. <laughs> <laughs> so like I don't know what happened right away. It might have been a bunny uh got in and chewed up half of it right away. So then everything just oh, died. Oh really? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that what sucks. are you gonna do? <laughs> you sure it wasn't Georgia? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna wake her up right now. I'm gonna get to the fucking bottom of this, dude. No, no. Wow. You're gonna tell me, okay, coincidence, there's a bunny in the neighborhood that I keep seeing. <laughs> oh. And oh wait, my garden happens to be full of holes, or my wife likes to eat. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's more likely? Which one's more Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> That there's a bunny or uh, some bugs out there eating little holes in it, or you with a little knife carving out little holes. Which one's more likely, huh? <laughs> Fuck you. So I'm kind of transitioning as an update here on the garden. I'm, I still have other plants, mm. and I still have some of the garden that's unaffected. I'm going to move them inside of a fenced-off area, but I'm kind of... Oh, gambling okay. with it because like they just it's better for them to really be in the soil than to be in these pots i'm gonna have to put them in initially uh where, where was the garden initially in your front no, yard it's at the very back it's like behind oh, my okay. garage there's like a bunch of soil and stuff oh yeah. i never i, I never take I you never... there um yeah, I've never seen you've your garden. You've never seen my secret that. garden, Dave. That's totally true. Dude. <laughs> I just realized you've never um, seen my secret garden. It's Up until now, I had felt like our relationship was like that song, Father of Mine by Everclear. Uh, <laughs> no, wait, wrong song. What's what's the song that's like, I will buy you a garden yeah. where your flowers Blue. can grow. That's, also by that's not Father of Mine. <laughs> yeah, another... it's not Father of Mine. What is it? It's like I think it's called Daddy Are You My Father. It's yeah, Daddy yeah, totally. Father, I'm your son. I want, <laughs> I want a daddy. daddy. Dude, this is the now greatest hits of the nineties. Like all the fathers leaving you songs. <laughs> daddy hug me, crying on an angel's daddy shoulder. Daddy hug me, you're my father. Uh I think that song is called I Have a Wife, but what I really want is a daddy. <laughs> 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 I need a daddy. I need a daddy. daddy. I've been bad. That's like a, that's a Nirvana song. I wanted a daddy, but all I got was a wife. (laughs) Dude, that should be a shirt. I wanted a daddy and all I got was a wife. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Guys, by the way. What's that Nirvana lyric? um, You can check out our uh, pizza shit shirts. Still totally available at our Threadless store. What is it? Y'all ever uh, dot threadless dot com? Yes, sir. There it is. That's a good way to uh, help out the pod and look sexy as fuck. Yeah. We also got Y'all Ever shirts and feeling shirts up there still. Oh, also, I want to say real quick, um, I uh, we are now putting out weekly Patreon bonus episodes. Um and that's patreon.com slash y'all ever. You get a one a week for $5 subscribers and up. And we're changing it. Um, we've been, we used to put out solo bonus episodes, just one of each of us talking for like a half an hour for the $10 patrons and up. That change is starting next month, but I put a couple up there if you want to hear those. Um, and one last piece of business on my end. I'm sorry. Ugh, business. Um <laughs> I'm starting a new podcast. 
Uh, it's called Get Stupid. Yeah, there it is. Um, <laughs> the much hyped it's, uh, Get Stupid. Hell yeah, I know. I keep talking about it, but it starts next week. Next Tuesday, uh, there will be an intro episode of Get Stupid. I'll be posting links and shit, but also I'm going to post the intro episode. It's like three, four minutes long. I'm going to post it on the Patreon uh, today when this episode comes out so everyone who's a Patreon subscriber can hear the intro to that. It has a theme song originally written and recorded by Chris Cresswell of the Flatliners and Hot Water Music. And the show is just... its Honestly, it's called Get Stupid because it's going to be me acting like a dumbass as much as possible and then doing one-on-one interviews with people where I ask them what is fucking them up right now and then after they are done pouring their heart out, I'm going to make them... Tell me what they think is funny about it. <laughs> <laughs> Under threat of torture. <laughs> I will kill you if you don't make it funny. Yeah. No, it's just a, a Tell comedy me show. What's funny where about we get your dumb. trauma? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Make it funny, you idiot. You suck. I Dude. mean, that's, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I just want to get silly and uh, have some fun. I like uh, talking about some serious shit. We're also going to play games and shit like that. Hampton, if you want to do it, I'd love to have you on. No pressure. You know. <laughs> You, I mean, I know you're I'm pretty you busy, to, dude. But. I got a lot of gardening <laughs> I got to get to. Things are pretty busy yeah. on my end. Um, Hampton has another podcast, too, called Nice Bum, Where Are You From? with his aforementioned rabbit wife <laughs> uh, who eats his carrots. Yeah, it's a good one, guys. Check it out. It's already up on iTunes. Uh, it's me and my wife, Georgia Brooks, uh, going a little crazy. Uh, this is definitely yeah. a look inside of two people. Uh, in quarantine dealing with it <laughs> and it's it's so fun but it's um it's just a totally different kind of podcast we also every episode we um talk about your hometown stories so people write us in and tell us kind of like weird amazing stupid gross uh criminal stories of their hometowns any sort of stories that people want to <laughs> share and we always appreciate those getting sent to nice bumcast at gmail if uh, any listeners here want to send one over ooh, i'd appreciate that Hampton, can I tell you, uh, you know what's criminal uh, is not listening to that podcast. I don't That's threaten criminal, I don't threaten so. my audience, Dave. Oh, yeah. I allow... I don't threaten my audience. I threaten my guests, <laughs> Hampton. No, I know. I'm, um, I'm interested uh, in how the format goes. Obviously, I don't want to go too dark because I don't want it to be a show about like, I mean, it's my uh, silly, it's a, I want the whole show to be, it's called Get Stupid for fuck's sake. But I really like the idea of someone being like, um, yeah, I had this fucked up thing happen and I'm like, find something funny about it. And they're like, well, there was a banana. Or, <laughs> I don't know. That's a You're terrible example. Donkey Kong or some shit. <laughs> well, a plumber stole my fucking girlfriend. <laughs> then he ruined my house. Yeah, it's construction material. Well, I have a banana, though. I think it's just that I like to be dumb, but I, my whole, all, all I have, you know, I had a suicide podcast, mm. for fuck's sake. Oh, plus I love to put you on the defensive. <laughs> Defend your podcast! Yeah, I know. Why am I getting Defend all it. insecure? Thanks, Hampton. <laughs> Yeah, I don't need to defend um, my podcast. Nice bum, where you from? The world's <laughs> only podcast between two divorcing adults. <laughs> Damn, you're so right, too. I got so insecure right away. You know what it is I've been thinking about? It's doing a solo podcast. I've never done a solo just comedy podcast. Mm. I just haven't. And uh, and so I want, I like... Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little nervous about it, but I'm excited. I think it'll be good, man. I've made some real stupid shit for it. Got any, uh, got any sponsors lined up? Miller? Bud yeah. Bud, yeah. Mil- yeah, Miller, but Anheuser-Busch, absolutely. Um, to- Trojan condom, Magnum condoms, you know? <laughs> Fucking Ford. Maybe you uh, can get some, like, stupid uh, sponsors for this, you know, get stupid. So, like, the SATs oh, could, okay. like, sponsor you or, like, Mensa. Mathnasium. Mathnasium. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the Mathnasium. I don't think I've ever heard anyone even say that out loud. <laughs> dude, Ran, do you know who Rand Barnaclo is? Have you met no. Ran? He's a comic in Cincinnati. He's so funny, dude. He's one of my favorite comics. Really good friend, too. And uh, he... he 
uh, it's important that you know how funny he is too for this story because he hosted for me the last time I did a weekend at Go Bananas, the club there. And he was like, buddy, I got this new mathnasium bit. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to open my set with it every night. And I was like, cool, dude. I'm excited to see it. <laughs> and, it and he did open with it every night. And it bombed every Whoa. night, every night, every night. And then he killed the rest of his set because he's so funny. But I, we would be like, you're going to do that mathnasium? But he's like, oh, yeah, it'll work. What? It didn't uh, work. Uh, <laughs> oh, I w- I'll, you know what? I'll have it. him on. I'm going to have Rand on Get Stupid and he can what do the bit. What if it's like so good now? Like he can close with it. You know what I mean? Like it if might be. Belie- I've never believed in a joke that hard. To do four yeah. shows in front of the headliner <laughs> after I told him I'm gonna do like th- th- you're setting yourself <laughs> up so much. Um, totally. Well, I mean that's the confidence. He was also like I said, smashing the rest of his sets, so it didn't really matter. And mm-hmm. also he had a callback to Mathnasium that killed <laughs> like five minutes later. Uh, so so that's why I think. But it was just. I, I think I, I don't know, maybe this sounds a little crazy, but I really loved it because it didn't scare me. It didn't make the shows bad or something. And it was like, I got to watch, like, I liked the bit. And you know yeah. when you like something and you just watch rooms of people, like, not process it? And um, so to just watch it happen over and over was, like, sort of in a schadenfreude kind of way, really, really funny to me. Um, but anyway... That literally, that's just what I think of when I think of Mathnasium. <laughs> that's it. Uh, I love Rand Barnaclo, uh, Mathnasium. I, we should, I should get Mathnasium to sponsor my stupid podcast. Get Stupid, sponsored by Mathnasium, the Princeton Review, and the University of Southern California. Um, I've just written a Mathnasium joke. It's just now. Oh, here we go. Okay. Uh, math. Um, I, I saw this, this store the other day called a Mathnasium. Yeah, I'll stop there after I stop at the Science Cafeteria. Nice, dude. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't believe the kid. The kid is still the king. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my. The Science Cafeteria. The Science Cafeteria. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I can't believe that, dude. <laughs> maybe oh, uh, the mathnasium. Maybe I'll st- stop there after I stop at the bully makes me suck his dictuits. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you kind of mm-hmm. lost uh, track no. of the joke there, bud. No. <laughs> <laughs> I made it better. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no, you're right. Uh, totally better. <laughs> Dude, by the way, I had my first, um, like I was saying to you last week, um, it hadn't all really hit me. I've been taking this, everything that we're going through in stride, uh, but I had my first freak out on uh, Thursday, okay. last Thursday, mm. and um, it's really interesting. I think it's going to be, again, like we said last episode, and I said, I don't know if I've said it yet this episode, Um we prompt you uh, to email us or leave voicemails uh, based on stories, based on a prompt, a question. And um, our prompt is what, uh, oh, sorry, I need to form it as a y'all ever. I don't want to forget that. Y'all ever do something weird or crazy as a result of quarantine and coronavirus. And um, (laughs) first of all, we got some really great stories, which makes sense because we're all going through crazy shit. But we're going to keep that prompt going through this week because we're all still going through this. Anyway, I um, send us your stories. I, I had been really keeping a level head, and it had been affecting me and making me sad and stuff. But I had just been taking it day by day. And it's going to be interesting seeing how it unfolds because some people are going to react to it viscerally in the moment right up front. But then some people it's going to be, I think, kind of beneath the surface. And I, it's more beneath the surface for me, which I wouldn't expect because I'm like, I feel like I'm pretty in tune with my feelings. At least I, I am in a lot of ways. But anyway, so I did an Instagram live comedy show last Thursday called Comedy Quarantine. I think they're going to do more of them. It was really fun bunch of people watched i went crazy i was just like people were leaving comments and i was Hmm. doing crowd work on their comments kind of it was fun Hmm. and um i felt really fulfilled in that and then a couple people told me they liked it and then i was just talking to a good friend of mine on the phone and they just made a joke about how my set sucked (laughs) and they were (laughs) they were definitely kidding Uh, um 
But I will say this as a disclaimer and something for us all to keep in mind. The, we don't have the audience. So, like, I think on the internet, it's, like, way harder to perceive someone's, like, winking or someone's joking. And in this era right now where we're going to have to all be talking online, we should keep that in mind. And, look, I'm not blaming them, but I do. I will say I had gotten two pieces of feedback on the first time I'd performed in a week or two. And then the third piece of feedback was negative. And I fucking wigged out, man. I like, I didn't, luckily I didn't scream at them or say anything mean or something. I don't react that way lately, but I, I was like, what do you mean? Was it bad? What's wrong? Oh my God. Are you kidding? And then I like, when they were like, oh my God, no, Dave, I loved it. I was fucking with you. And then I hung up the phone and I like had a full fucking panic attack where I couldn't stop being angry and I couldn't stop like Mm. pacing around. Mm. And then I like went to the grocery store and just Mm. looking around and shopping was the only thing that calmed me down. Luckily I needed to. Uh, And, um, (laughs) and then uh, my roommate that night, Chris Charpentier, he was going through something and we ended up talking out like we couldn't talk for we couldn't be there for each other because we were both freaking out separately. Mm. And so we were both just kind of mad and upset separately. And then we ended up talking about it and like sitting together and we both like teared up. It was crazy and emotional. And I like, dude, like I said, I feel like I'm pretty plugged into my brain, but uh, I mean, I think it's a, it's, I could, if I get negative feedback on a set that could upset me and that's separate from coronavirus or whatever, but the level of upset I got was definitely that I was, I was like a hair trigger and I was like ready to flip out because I'm, I'm under the surface really fucking stressed about this. Yeah. I realized that after a few hours. Yeah. I wouldn't normally freak out. It's building yeah. up because of that after all this time. Yeah. So you're saying like since this has all been kind of going on, you haven't like broken down crying or no thought about things in kind of a despondent way or anything. I mean, that's been a lot of me. <laughs> and, yeah. and I find it, I, I hear you, you know, I get it. Because in certain other aspects of my life or other tragedies that have happened like i don't know like sometimes you're able to compartmentalize it or you're just not ready to react yet you know right and then with this it's like it's hitting me immediately and so that's so that's my own thing but i mean that's it's interesting because it's like i mean i've had so many times where a comic you know you'll do a set and it goes well usually or whatever and then afterwards people are like you suck you know like your friend will be like yeah. dude get it together you know like which is my favorite thing to do to other comics is be like right. dude hang it up you suck you know like but it's right. like without the audience being there and it's like can't we also just acknowledge hey let's not let's not bust each other's balls right now so much yeah. <laughs> like let's well, just I pull will back say- the busting balls thing the reason, yeah, I'm with you, man. I love to do that to comics, and I love to have it happen to me. But the the reason that that works is that everyone in the whole room just saw the whole room laughing. Mm-hmm. And so the only reason you would ever, none of those people that <laughs> would give you shit are bad people. But, like, what happened was my friend felt like I killed. And so they were like, well, Dave killed, so it's okay for me to give him shit. But what they forgot was that I didn't have any response for me to see. I was in a vacuum saying it. So they were just saying a thing Mm -hmm. without me being confident that I did well. And um, it's, you know, like I said, not fuck them. That's fine. We are good friends. So it also wasn't that crazy of them to think that uh, at all was okay. So... And I and like I said, I brought a lot to the table, but I do think that we need to remember that the context is gone with us all interacting on the internet and to sort of yeah. like treat each other a little bit more softly, both because it's the internet and because we're all fucked up right now. Like we are, man. I would love everyone's fucked up. Everyone <laughs> Truly. You start getting into stand up. Everyone's fucked up right now. Listen, uh, you know what's weird? <laughs> I think uh, the only way I'm going to allow these streaming comedy shows to keep going on, because I think it's a genuinely bad idea, I because okay. <laughs> I haven't been invited to do a one, I think, here's what, I think they should invite hecklers. Like, uh-huh. the hecklers should be, like, 
you know, pop pop in or like um, a table of like drunk women at a, you know, like having a bachelorette party and they're not even involved in the stream. They're like, what is, what is this stream? Like, boo, talk about her tits. She's a whore. <laughs> like, you know, all that fun stuff that makes comedy comedy. I'm sorry, if you remove that, it's no longer stand-up comedy. <laughs> actually, Hampton, can I tell you something? I think, and I actually mean this, and I'm going to talk to you more about it after recording. I think that you and I should book a streaming show that we host, but every comic that is booked is there just to heckle a show we can't see. I'm pretty in. I'm pretty in. That's like... Because that's my one thought about streaming live comedy is it's like, it's not the same. It's it, not stand-up. Yeah, there's no fear. It's not. There's no fear, <laughs> right? I mean, that's why all, every comic was upset at every YouTuber, like, taking away comedy gigs. Because they're like, it's not it's not what I do, you know. It's, they talk into their phone and they think, everyone thinks they're they're going to be quick on their feet. And it's like, yeah, well, now you're we're, we all signed up immediately to start doing it. Like, comics couldn't yeah. take a week off. It, I, I know. <laughs> I do think it's... I'll write you a story. I'll do anything. Yes. <laughs> I'll suck your dick to give a punchline. Man, it's like, it's it's cool. I really don't, you know, I like community stuff and I like for people to feel good. But I did, I did have that thought of like, man, you guys, like the level of narcissism with stand-up is kind of hysterical. You know? Yeah, we're insane. We're dude. in a vacuum. So it's like if you remove the ability to give us positive reinforcement <laughs> live, like yeah. you just see how crazy, you know, stand ups are getting. And I guess I'm, totally. I better we're, buy in, dude. Yeah. <laughs> to a certain extent, we are addicted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> addicted to laughs. Good heroin. Oh, I get it. Yeah. You finally understand. <laughs> I finally um, get it now. We're going to take a real quick break and we're going to come back and read some of your emails uh, about y'all ever do something crazy because of coronavirus or quarantine. And remember the emails y'all ever email at gmail.com and the phone number is 802-43-BUTTS. And also, please remember that I love you <laughs> whoa, so much. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dave does love you. I'm, ki- I'm kissing Your father loves my computer. you. <laughs> Your mother is a little bit more of a stern hand. But um, da- Daddy Dave, Daddy Dave is daddy a daddy. Dave care. Daddy, daddy Dave care. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll be back. We'll be back. Horniness in the time of Corona. Oh, that's what I'm calling this chapter of my life. <laughs> we should call this episode "Y'all Ever Get Horny," because <laughs> we, we're trying to get some. <laughs> we're, tra- we're trying to get some incels to, <laughs> to see, listen to our show. <laughs> you see how clean the sock is? I'm not horny <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, but you were. You you were so horny you had to clean it. So think about that. You know what I mean? Let's get into some emails, man. Like we said, the emails y'all ever email at gmail.com. The phone number is 802-43-BUTTS. Um, I, uh, you got one that you wanted to read, right, Hampton? Yeah, thanks, guys, for taking the time to write these to us. Um, I'll jump in. Uh, if they let me say their name at the end, I'll throw it on. Um, <laughs> this uh, email is titled Corona Cheese Melt. So I love it. Sounds actually really fucking delicious. And maybe we should stop this podcast <laughs> and just go eat a sandwich. Dave, I should agree. we meet up for meals? <laughs> should we be break- breaking quarantine? <laughs> should we touch faces? I think we should touch faces. And I don't mean touch your face with my hand. I mean touch your face with my face. I want to do the lady in the tramp like spaghetti noodle. That's how we yeah. introduce ourselves back into talking up close to each other. <laughs> yeah. Once this is, is all over, I think we should all kiss, you know? <laughs> uh, that's a good tweet, dude. All right. Hell yeah, dude. Um, Corona cheese melt. They, sa- they start, I want to start by saying thank you, of course. Hearing your guys' voice during times like these is one of the few things that has provided me with some well-needed normalcy over the past week. For that, I am forever grateful. That was really, yeah, that was so nice. Thank you. Honestly, you're helping us out. (laughs) Thank you. Seriously. 
Um, she goes on, I have been doing lots of stupid shit since all this started, as I am slightly in panic mode, but this one is on top of the list. Here is my story. Once upon a corona night, I was making burgers. As I was cutting slices of tomato, I noticed that I had left the container for the tomato on a burner. It's a glass stove. It's a glass top stove <clears throat> that was cooling off. I quickly moved that container off and thought how lucky I was that it didn't melt. Little did I think about the whole little did I think about the whole container of cheese I had also set on the burner. <laughs> When it came time to slice the cheese up, I gasped as I suddenly clued into one eye and done. I left it on there for so long that the cheese was melted along with the bottom of the container. So now my so now my <laughs> my stove now has a 3D plastic stain. <laughs> Wait a minute. So what happened was she was like, "Oh shit, the container for the tomato is on a burner." Mm. So I'll move that. I'll move that. And then moved a plastic Tupperware filled with cheese and then just cooked it? <laughs> Dude. Yeah, man. We're all going crazy for sure. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I expected that story to be a lot more delicious. And yeah. I, I got to say, that's a, real, that's a real tease. All right? To name your story Corona Cheese Melt, and then it didn't go into a tasty sandwich story. I just want you to know, people are out here suffering, and we don't need this kind of negativity. <laughs> Yeah, you're kind of sending a. You're kind of like setting us up to be disappointed when you say Corona cheese melt, and then you just melted cheese. I mean, honestly, I'm hungry now, and that's your fucking fault. Um, I will say that the I, I like I I definitely had trouble for a second picturing what happened, but now I'm rereading the email, and she says, as I was cutting slices of tomato, I noticed that I had left the container for the tomato on a burner. Mm-hmm. Um. I quickly moved that container off, but I didn't think about the whole container of cheese. <laughs> That's funny. So I'm just picturing like this person is cooking and just trying to cook food. And every time they're done with a container, just sets them on a hot burner. <laughs> and now I ruin this. Now I ruin this. Dude. This is kind of like a Martha Stewart's living where she's telling you how to be like, destroy your life. And then you just use these scissors and cut off the ends of your fingers. (laughs) And now you've made a sandwich. (laughs) It's also just so funny to think how we really are just all... I mean, that happens. Things like that happen Mm -hmm. when your mind is elsewhere. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's what that is. I, I notice myself doing shit like that all the time. You know what I've been doing constantly that's like... Uh, not exactly that, but I will, you know, I do a lot of things in my room and, uh, I will like, I'm going to eat in my room and watch a movie in my room, you know, but then I'm just thinking about whatever the fuck. I don't even know what's up with my brain, but I, um, I like, okay. Yesterday I made tacos and that's like a bunch of little containers (laughs) and I was going to take all the containers into my room and then make the tacos sitting at my desk on a plate, uh, okay. right? Yeah. I thought you but what I kept doing was like little containers. I was like, oh, that's adorable. Uh, well, and tacos are <laughs> like a little container you can eat. If I, you think about I it, really huh. thought you were being like, yeah, you know, tacos are like little like, containers. Imagine uh, if you could eat the bag the sandwich was in, too. That's a taco. I'm, um, I still don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so... I was like, okay, I'm going to need hot sauce in there. And then I took the hot sauce in. And then I came out and I was like, why didn't I just bring everything in? And then I I was like, ooh, I need sour cream. And I walked the sour cream into my room. And then I went back to the kitchen. And I was like, I should just grab my the container of lettuce and meat and the shells. And then I was like, ooh, I do need the shells. And I walked the shells in. And I was like, why didn't I bring all of them in? I did it over and over again. I walked back and forth to my room literally like 11 times instead of just carrying it all at once. Wow. And I fucking don't know why. This feels That feels like what I honestly catch myself doing a lot of anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I swear yes. to God, I'm home all the time a lot, you know, already. And it's like, man, I just walk around the house. It's nonstop movement. 
And right. it's like, I'll move yeah. a pencil and then like a piece of paper and then like a cup. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like what you're describing is exactly what I catch myself <laughs> doing every fucking day that I'm just home alone. <laughs> I see. It's like, it's like my brain is so scattered that it's like... I don't know. Sure. So I don't know. With the, with this like um, quarantine, it's been a little bit on like high alert. There's definitely right. been like times where it's like, like you know, I'll get in the car and I'll start speeding really fast, and then like the cops' lights come on, and I'm not even thinking, and I just keep going, right. you know, and I just <laughs> for states, I'll just keep going, and like helicopters and siren, I just I can't even hear them. You know, <laughs> wait. So, Hampton, was that your casual way of telling us you had a high-speed chase the other day? I'm just telling you, now's the time to go in God mode and like just do do, just do donuts at LAX and shit. I mean, that's a good point. Donuts at LAX sounds fun. I'm gonna read another email here. This email is. Um, from Tiffany, and uh, the subject line of Tiffany's email is, y'all ever get in a fight with a stranger while panic shopping and then lose your car? <laughs> I am excited to I've, read this email. I've heard a little bit of this like uh, with some uh, family members that like they've just been getting into it, like going to like, Costco and shit with people. It, people dude, are it's aggressive. it's fucking stressful. Yeah. yeah, people like want that toilet paper <laughs> or whatever. I got a um, shit! <laughs> I need a mummy costume now. <laughs> you just make a mummy costume a in the parking lot. Costume. I love the idea also that it, they're going to a costume store. <laughs> Do you have Dracula? Do you have Dracula? <laughs> I have a ball to get to. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, so she says, my boyfriend and I are reluctant. <clears throat> sorry. My boyfriend and I reluctantly gave into the shopping. Fuck. I'm going to start over. My boyfriend and I reluctantly gave in to the panic shopping vibes and went grocery shopping where we filled an entire shopping cart with supplies for a few weeks. A woman abruptly stopped in her path and stared at us. I stopped to figure out if we were in her way, and she gave us a typical Vancouver look of passive-aggressive disdain. Parentheses, Vancouverites have always been great at social distancing. <laughs> Funny. All the way anyway, up there in the north. As she walked past us, I blurted out, there's no need to be rude. But I said it in a timid chipmunk voice, and it was one of those times when you stand up for yourself in a way that is both disproportionately angry and also too awkward to be taken seriously. <laughs> Parentheses, Vancouver alert. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, we then ran into her like 10 more times in the store, and as we were getting into what? the elevator, my boyfriend, who happens to be really tall, sweet, and loudly Italian, another cause for Vancouver side-eye, given what's going on in Italy... He knocked over a big bottle of sanitary wipes that the store had placed by the elevator, causing a scene right in front of the same woman who watched us like that unibrow baby from The Simpsons as the elevator doors closed. <laughs> then when we got to the underground parking lot, our car was nowhere to be found. Parentheses, in the only parking level that the elevator had access to. We circled the garage multiple times with this huge shopping cart weighed down with more food than either of us had ever bought before, feeling more and more like assholes. It turns out we had parked in the only parking level that was mysteriously only accessible from some other secret elevator for, for another store, like those half floors from Being John Malkovich. <laughs> oh, cool. The original elevator had taken us from our parking level to the store, but not the other way around. What the fuck? By the time we got back in the car, we agreed that it's probably in everyone's interest that we stay at home. P.S. I'm just glad we didn't attempt to push the cart down the car-only ramp to the floor below, which would most likely have resulted in some kind of jackass-style tragedy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I, I will say this. I'm happy you didn't... Like, the subject line is, y'all ever get in a fight with a stranger? <laughs> and I thought it was going to come to blows, yeah. and I'm really happy it didn't. Oh, yeah. That would be like... That would make the news in Vancouver. You would be like, <laughs> yeah. the most wanted criminal was like, lady causes a ruckus at a Kroger. <laughs> totally, dude. Talk about Vancouver alert. The email was about a fight, and the fight was just people looking at yeah, each other. Yeah, it was other. mostly in the head. <laughs> I like that you guys had a battle of wits. <laughs> You know, a lot of a lot of perceived danger happening. I think grocery stores should be more confusing now more than ever. You know, yeah, like totally. You, you go through the entire checkout and then uh, you like go to pay the person, and they're like, well, "I don't even work here." And you're like, "You just check, you just <laughs> check me out." And like, yeah, I don't know why you were doing that. You're dumb. <laughs> 
just make you feel bad? What the fuck? Well, where do I go? Oh, that's a different store. You you actually can only check these items out at a different store. <laughs> oh, okay. damn. I mean, honestly, anything to sort of uh, spice it up, you know, maybe, maybe just sort of level the playing field. Make it so the people who get the toilet paper aren't the ones who think to wake up at 6 a.m. and go on delivery day. You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe you should, when you get toilet paper, it should be hidden all around the store. Just a roll, like three rolls an aisle behind different items. I start, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I start, you know, comedy's basically dead. So what I've started doing is writing my act on a roll of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And I sell totally. it. I sell it to you, and you can read my act while you go through your normal diarrhea, your normal totally. healthy amount of regular style diarrhea. So now you get a comedy album, and you get to wipe your ass. It's, it's both of the only things you want. It's called Laugh Your Ass Off, and it will be. There it is. There it was, dude. It's called Wipe Your Ass Off. <laughs> wipe your laugh off. Wipe that. Wipe that smile off your face, and I just have shit all over a smile, like on the cover. The picture. You know. You know what they say. Laughter is the best toilet paper. <laughs> Uh, you can't go to the doctor, so you might as well wipe your ass with my album. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I, I can't get over how much of a that fight in Vancouver was like that woman didn't say anything. No, I tell you, I think it's so funny where it's like, um, you know, what people perceive as a fight. But I mean, that's that's totally funny because I think it definitely uh, fits what we asked for, which is like, you ever done just something stupid because of coronavirus? Oh, yeah. And like, I have... It's also valid i when Mm -hmm. someone looks at me when someone is upset with me and staring me down i feel awful all day i just think also Uh, right now everyone's a suspect (laughs) right like it's like i'm walking my new dog the other day through my neighborhood and like i there's a just a you know 65 70 year old dude on his lawn and like we just start talking i've never really met him before and he's like oh your new dog right i'm like it's a pit bull. And I'm like, yeah, but don't worry. She's like totally fine. She's totally normal. What, you know, go ahead, pet her. And he's like, um, where do you live? I'm like, over there. And he's like, huh? <laughs> Whoa, so it weird. Just, it just really made me go, oh shit. I just told him my dog doesn't do shit. And he asked where I lived. And then I joked, out, I, and then I joked, I was like, well, you know, in a couple of months, I'm going to be, be pounding on your door, begging for toilet paper. And like, he didn't laugh at all. And I was like, God, all right, I yeah. got to go, man. <laughs> he was, Jesus. he was Greek. So there's definitely like, you know, there's uh, some sort of language difference going on. But I was like, man, come on, dude. I'm, I'm laughing. Give me rhythm here. Yeah. <laughs> Make me not Come feel on. like an <laughs> Seriously, dude. Where do you live? And that's and he goes and he goes, um, your wife. That's the blonde woman? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> the blonde woman? <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. Dude, dude, just give me something, man. Well, that's actually why I wanted to read Tiffany's email, because like, yeah, I mean I'm you know, I'm laughing about the fact the Pacific Northwest is so passive aggressive. It's just real. I my friend Danielle uh, who lived up there for a while, sent me a flyer for a seminar on how to deal with the passive aggression in Seattle. That's how, fucking awesome. Dude, it's crazy. So it's very real. Kill yourself. But I, <laughs> <laughs> Number one tip, that'll show them. <laughs> but also, I wanted to read the email because, um, yeah, like everything Tiffany said is, is there are so many elements of what's going on. Like, uh, one, okay, one of my favorite things you said was like, you're wandering around with this cart full of food, feeling more and more like an asshole. And dude, I relate to that so hard because like, I don't want to go to the store that much. So when I've gone is only like, I wait as long as possible, yeah. right? But that also means that while I'm there, I'm really loading my cart up and I know that I'm single and I don't have kids, and I know that everyone else knows that. Look at me. Yeah. Fucking come on. Um, <laughs> so if I have a big cart full of shit, I feel like everyone's looking at me being like, this motherfucker. Oh, he thinks he deserves two cans of Campbell's Chunky? Well, we should beat his ass. And that's really... <laughs> that's a- <laughs> I tell you, a real, a real sweetheart moment, me the other day at the grocery store, there's this old lady, you know, she's like four feet tall. She can't reach this can of 
you know, chicken noodle soup. And I go, oh, ma'am, uh-huh. I'll get that for you. And I took it and I, you know, I rang it up and I got it. I got the soup. You know, fuck her. <laughs> fuck her. <laughs> You're not tall enough? Fuck you. You're not tall, Yeah, bitch. man. You should have got tall. You're not going to win in the apocalypse if you're short and old. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Maybe you should team up with another four foot tall bitch and, you know, get on each other's shoulders and shit. Yeah, buy a trench coat. Quick fucking, (laughs) don't put this on me. What, do you want to be two two four feet tall losers or do you want to be one eight foot tall winner? Here's here's why it's no one's fault. We've been given Uh no direction. All that we've been told is like, don't panic. But like, no one's telling us the amount of supplies to buy or to prepare for. So it's like, you could have a full cart and it's like, I don't know, maybe like, as long as it's all food, you technically would eat. It's not like perishable shit. I don't think you're like an asshole. Like literally the government's not telling you what to buy or how much. All they're saying is like, honestly, pretty scary stuff where they go, by the way, the water's not going to be turned off. (laughs) <laughs> um, hey guys, don't worry. You're not gonna lose your power suddenly, and the, you know, like the right. the internet's not gonna like disappear. <laughs> I'm like, um, were those are those things gonna happen? Was that a worry? Oh, sh- are you worried about no, that? No, dude. Yeah, yeah. The, the mayor of LA. Your wife's not gonna leave you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It's like. Literally, the mayor uh, of L.A. said all this shit, and I turned to Georgie. I was like, what the fuck, dude? This makes me feel, like, worse in a way. I mean, that's being dude, responsible, also, but it made me feel weird. Definitely. Also, how fucked up is it that, like, everyone in L.A., we all got that text yesterday that was like, the mayor is now instituting testing for coronavirus. Go to coronavirus.lacity.org slash testing to find out about testing. And I went to it and it was like, you are not eligible for testing. And I was like, well, thanks for the text message, you fucking dick. (laughs) And then then an Amber Alert goes out. Be on the lookout for Dave Ross. (laughs) Amber Alert. There's a David Ross, Dave to the Ross that we suspect a foul play. It's funny too now. That's funny. we never like really I going to the grocery store was always just a given. We never really thought about it. this is another reason I love Tiffany's email is that like it's it's true I, I feel a little bad now. I like I made fun of um what a fight is in Vancouver so much. I hope you'd always just given you guff. I uh, I like it, you just outlined how we all feel because I think that like everyone right now at the grocery store feels two ways. The first is, oh, my God, everyone's going to think that I'm the one mm-hmm. taking the toilet paper. Yeah. And then the other thing we're thinking is, I better not catch someone taking all the fucking toilet paper, <laughs> man. And, uh, <laughs> and so yeah. we're all, no one's talking. We're all, like, meandering around this weird thing that's, like, we're so familiar with, but it, the tone of it is different, and it doesn't have all this shit where we all took for granted, and we all feel stressed, and so we're all like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like, oh, do they hate me? Yeah, fuck. I know. Let's get the fuck out of here, man. You Where's know, my car? Um, it's okay to be hated. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go survive. I don't care if you're like, oh, those people think right. I'm a bit of a coward. It's like, yeah, be, a, be an alive coward. <laughs> don't be a dead fucking asshole. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You heard it from Hampton, everybody. Being a live coward, not a dead asshole. Oh, man. Mm. All cowards are alive and all assholes are dead. <laughs> you heard it here first, man. Damn. I got to go get some supplies, man. Yeah, are you running out? Well, I'm out of sawed-off shotguns. I already... Oh, yeah. I used them all used, for gardening. I was just blowing holes <laughs> in the ground, <laughs> just wasting bullets. That's ain't gonna... Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> That's fast, fast and furious farming. That's what I call it. <laughs> FFF. Um, I don't know. I kind of am like, I want to buy plants. I'm worried they're going to die. Uh-huh. And then there's like other stuff I should maybe do to just fix up my place, you know. Now that I have this free yeah, time, like gun turrets. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah! I just want to get like uh, like a 15 foot tall wrought iron fence <laughs> around my house. <laughs> yeah, I need a hockey mask to wear in the post apocalypse. Oh, yeah. um, need an yeah, oil tanker. Totally. <laughs> Like those masks from The Purge? I wonder if I can get some of those. 
<laughs> It'd be kind of tight if, like, because right now they're really trying to figure out how to um, save everyone, I guess, you know? <laughs> how the yeah. government should intervene. And it's like, you know, the, they definitely floated around a little bit the idea of, like, universal basic income or, like, giving people, like, a financial reprieve. But I say we just right. give people guns. Let's do this. Oh, Deadwood. Okay, it's fucking Deadwood, dude. You, wow, you, Deadwood yeah. the country. You can kill people in Vancouver if they give you dirty looks. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you know, kill them out in the street. Call them out in the street. Dude, I tell you Murder what: them. if America becomes Deadwood, I'm going to Canada right away. <laughs> Right away. No, you <laughs> like, won't. You liberals always yes, say No, you always say <laughs> Oh, okay. No, I'll listen to you. <laughs> You're not wrong. Damn, man. I, I'll say this. I'm um I'm actually good now on non perishable supplies. Mm-hmm. I I do need to go. I'm like I ran out of fruit and stuff. Um but um because I, I think I might have talked about this on the show, but um when people initially started talking about quarantining and when it started really sinking in like a week or two ago mm-hmm. that food might run out i didn't understand what was happening and uh i oh i told you this right i went to the bank it was before anyone was quarantined or we even really knew and the bank that i go to is around the corner from a costco and the line to get into costco was all the way around the costco oh. into in front of the bank and so i was leaving the bank and I was like, from my phone while I was driving, I was like, let's see if I can uh, order some toilet paper on Amazon. And then by the time I got home, Amazon was sold out of toilet paper. Yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> wow. then I got on my computer and I was like, I should get some non perishable food. I don't want to be a dick, but I want to have some. And so I like, it was, most shit was gone, but I just went to the like Amazon Fresh thing and I typed in. I don't know. I was just like clicking on stuff that they did have. You could only get two max of things. I got some pasta, some coffee, some beef jerky, shit like that. Yeah. And I shit you not, dude. As I was checking out, I would like click checkout and it would refresh and be like, that item is gone. Whoa. And I'd be like, fuck. Holy and then I would go shit. to checkout and that item was gone. And so I finally did check out and I got like some stuff, but it, I, Amazon was running out of beef jerky while I was checking out, dude. And then, but, oh, but I ended up getting like 40 bucks worth of shit and that all came in the mail yesterday. So I do have beef jerky, rotini, and McDonald's coffee. <laughs> If, if Je- you want any of those three things. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is just like eating carrots and like all the corn. <laughs> he's just I'm sure like, he fucking is. <laughs> he's eating it all. <laughs> I'm tr- fucking sure he is. He's trying to get shit. <laughs> he's trying to get strong. Hey, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, I don't know. We say this every week, but it's because it's true. You are the best fans ever of all time. Thank you for sharing your stories with us. Uh, and for listening and subscribing and sharing and all that shit. Thank you. We love you. Yeah, you guys are awesome. And if you want to support the podcast or if you're able to, I should say, uh, we do put out Patreon episodes every week. Uh, Patreon.com slash y'all ever. Uh, right? Yeah, that's the one. Just and we have, a, sure. we have a Patreon bonus episode up this week as well uh, where we're reading more of your coronavirus emails so if you want to hear more of that check in check out that also like i said at the beginning um i'm posting an early um i'm early posting the intro episode of my new podcast get stupid on the y'all ever patreon so check that out too all right, um, tour dates. I will be at <laughs> Madison Square Garden tomorrow, South by Southwest the following day, Coachella, Van Bonnaroo. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, wait, does this mean I can't go to Coachella? <laughs> Just like the biggest dickhead on earth. Wait, what about Coachella? Oh, no. Is Coachella still going to exist? Oh, man. <laughs> I wouldn't tragedy. be surprised if we found out that Coachella is where coronavirus started. I feel like this is all a planned effort to end Coachella. <laughs> I think, so. yeah, it's not fair. It's, Every it's year I spend $4,000 on my Coachella haircut and I go there alone. Touch faces. And, and I touch my face to other people's faces. Um, did I tell you once I went to get my haircut? Uh, this is me being a real, I'm really being shitty about a guy right now, but whatever, it bugged me. 
I, I get my haircut by the same lady and I have for a long time. She's a friend at this point. She's great. Uh, but she has some clients that are like pay a lot. <clears throat> and uh, so I was there once and I was on time for my appointment, which is crazy. And uh, I, I, I'm always late for it. hair appointments <laughs> for some reason. But I was there and she was cutting this dude's hair and she was like, hey, it's going to take me a little bit longer with him. Is that OK? And I was like, oh, that's fine. And um, but then it was like way longer. And the reason it was longer was he kept saying like, actually, could you fix this little part? Could you fix this little part? Could you please do this? Yeah. She kept being like, you're done. And he's like, yeah, I don't think so. And it, it like kept at, and I was like, Dude, what a fucking dick, man. So then um, the weirdest she was thing like, hey, is that it was what? Michael Chiklis. It was Michael Chiklis. <laughs> a fucking he didn't have any hair. It's <laughs> insane. It was a watermelon. It was weird. Um so she eventually was like, I have to start with Dave. Um, so she started with me. Mm. And then while she was starting to cut my hair, he was just standing four feet from her, Ooh. looking at himself in the mirror. And then eventually he was like, actually, I'm really going to need more. And it was just so like tiny little strands of hair. And when he left, she was like, I'm sorry about him. He's like a really high paying client. And uh, that was his Coachella haircut. And oh, I was like, my oh, my God. <laughs> Patient zero. (laughs) (laughs) He started it. Find his number. Let's kill him. (laughs) His Coachella haircut. By the way, uh, I know you can see this on video screen. Dave, I've given myself my first haircut in quarantine. Whoa, really? It looks good. I cut about an inch or so off everything. Yeah, it looks good. Wait, what's that last thing you said? I I took off like an inch, basically. It's good, man. Wow. I'm, I'm into it. I'm impressed. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We are glad you're alive. As always, uh, we love you so much. And uh, we'll see you next week. Take care. Star Bands Audio, a, podca- <clears throat> a podcast network.